This is episode 74 of How to Human. I was thinking today about this generation of children and what they're missing, what their parents are lacking in their raising. And this is a generalization, of course, and exceptionism would say, I shouldn't make any comments at all because there are examples where my points aren't true and that I'm stereotyping an entire generation based on some portion of them, I'd argue a large majority. And you, I can't draw that conclusion because it doesn't fit everybody. Well, that's insanity. That allows us to never draw any conclusions whatsoever. Patterns that we see, and these patterns are important. These patterns help us define the world. And I was thinking about the pattern of what I see these kids missing. And my answer today was confidence and an internal moral compass. And I want to talk today about those two things, why they're missing and how that would manifest itself if they had them and how to get them. Confidence is an essential human characteristic for both kids and adults. And we build it in kids so that they have it as adults. And what we tried to do starting in the 80s was to give confidence to kids instead of letting them build it. Confidence typically comes from competence, learning how to persevere in situations such that once we know how to persevere in, let's say, 100 different situations, we know that in 101 and 102, we can handle ourselves because we've figured out that troubleshooting process. But what we started doing in the 80s was A, helicopter parenting, and B, the self-esteem movement. I first read the term self-esteem movement in Carol Dweck's book, The Mindset, about growth mindset versus fixed mindset. And the idea is that we told kids they were great and special and important and valuable. And we just gave them those ideas that they didn't have to do anything to earn those. They were just facts about them. And the idea was that in previous generations where children had less self-esteem and generally had issues when they got older because they didn't get self-esteem from their parents or from their family or from society when they were younger, well, we can fix this new generation by giving it to them. It sounds like a great idea, and it does. It does sound like a great idea, but when we look at the emergent, it doesn't seem like a great idea because what happens when confidence is just assigned and it's not developed through competence, it becomes entitlement. And entitled people think they shouldn't have problems. And so it creates a victim mentality in them. And when the world gets difficult, they end up being anxious and sad and unable to persevere because they haven't built that muscle, that perseverance muscle. Because another part of what we've done from the 80s forward, and we've gone into overdrive today, is helicopter parenting. 
stepping in to solve problems, eliminate pain, and make lives as easy as possible for children. One of the great examples I like is watching parents help their kids do things. So like look both ways before, across the before crossing the street or tying shoes or filling out paperwork. It is management line by line. Look both ways, like even when they're like 12 years old, look both ways. And my mom might do that to me today, but I mean, I don't really care. Like at a certain point it was, hey kid, you're now responsible for your own behavior. Look both ways. I'm not going to tell you every time. Own this. Own this human behavior that is just a part of life. And be responsible for troubleshooting your own issues. It, here's, a, here's an example. I was with a client who had a child in college. And I think the kid was a sophomore. And she had to stop our meeting because she got a text from him and she had to order him an Uber. He lived in Boston. She lived in Washington, DC. And she said something about him having trouble with his Uber account. Okay, well, that's a prime example of, like it's well-intentioned, right? She's just trying to give her kid love and help him not be in a difficult situation, but at a certain point, the tether has to be removed. The virtual umbilical cord must be cut, and kids at some point need to be responsible for developing their own competence and the ability to persevere through difficulty. Because these things undercut a person's ability to have confidence, and confidence is built in childhood. It's a skill that is developed over time from work. And it's not just some kind of magic thing that happens when people graduate college. And definitely not when people graduate college because they're still babied through college. And they're babied in their early 20s and to mid 20s. And it's this time honored tradition that we forget that at a certain point in time, we let these kids go. We've just stopped doing that. And as we treat them like children, right? So they're different stages of life. I don't know what they're called because I'm not a parent, which might undercut my ability to make this entire argument. I don't think so because I'm a person who sees patterns. And this is a pattern that's easy to see. And Exceptionism, aka postmodernism, cannot keep me from seeing this pattern. There are kids who don't have this problem. And there are kids who are on different areas of the spectrum on this problem, who are way overmanaged and super incompetent and super entitled, and ones who are like in the middle. However, there is a pattern that exists. And the existence of exceptions does not mean that the pattern doesn't hold. And it isn't a problem that we need to solve for. Because if we don't acknowledge this pattern, we're never going to fix it. And the irony is, people do talk about this pattern. As I know a lot of people in their 40s who are very annoyed 
by kids in their 20s. And it is, for some people, considered just, oh, it's a new generation, you don't understand them. Kind of, kind of. Yeah, they grew up with different stuff around them, like phones and a different digital capacity. And I grew up with some of those things too, and I can see the underlying human behavior problems, the deficiencies in this generation, and it's scary to me. There is a lack of confidence, a lack of inability to problem solve on their own. They have outsourced everything to their parents, to their phones, to various authority figures. They are deferential to their core, a lot of them. And being deferential and being confident are opposites. You can be situationally confident, that can be, but then there's life. You take the confidence that you have in yourself, that you've built through confidence and through failure and through perseverance and exists in enough areas where it becomes part of your character, part of who you are. And then you can apply to new situations. But if you've been overmanaged and you only have situational confidence instead of overall confidence, then you're going to be an adult who's situationally confident and not overall confident and mostly deferential. And that's a terrible place for an adult to be. And what I often say is that the first place a leader starts is by leading themselves. Everybody leads themselves. It's a skill that everybody must have to be an autonomous human being. And it is a skill developed through a lot of pain and difficulty, failure, and perseverance through childhood, and particularly the teenage years. And helicopter parenting and the self-esteem movement undercut the ability of these kids to grow into fully functional adults. The second thing missing from these kids is an internal moral compass. And confidence is about how you step into spaces. And an internal moral compass is about what spaces you step into. And as we create deferential people, one of the things they defer is what they think is right. And in a way, it makes sense that society can decide that for us, what's right and what's wrong, because society generally has an idea. That means necessarily that we're continuing to defer what's right and wrong, and we're not creating any individuality for ourselves. It's a way to further become a follower. And there are times when learning to stand up against the majority is a good thing. It's another way of becoming a follower. Without confidence, you can't lead yourself, much less others. Without an internal moral compass, you're just following groupthink. And we live in a world where groupthink is becoming more pervasive. It is the case in our social, social media world where everybody is willing to tell someone else what to think because everybody feels so 
morally justified in their own position. And also they lack nuance. And if someone isn't willing to have the confidence in their own character, what follows is confidence to be wrong or be independent or be an individual. And it falls into someone else's moral compass, an externally defined moral compass. And the internal moral compass is the, the chair that we sit in, that thing that we can always fall back on that is our backbone. It says, this is who we are as a person and what we stand for. And I'm willing to die for it. In some cases, that's what it is because it's who I am. And when that is externally defined and not internally defined, I judge that it makes a person insecure. There's something meaningful about knowing who at the deepest core of my soul I am because I've really looked there. There are a thousand shades of gray in humanity and I've looked at all of them and I know where I sit because I've sat and analyzed them instead of looking to somebody else to tell me what I should stand for. And this isn't to say that society isn't making good decisions for you. It's a different conversation on whether or not society is, but that doesn't mean that each individual shouldn't have their own idea. Because when we come together as a group and the group forms a consensus, there has to be some level, or rather logic says, there is some level of individuality within the group. And if you don't seek that individuality, if you don't look inside and try to determine where you might differ and you're just, again, outsourcing, being deferential, it, it cuts against your character. It makes you weak-minded, frankly. And confidence is showing up and ready to go and being willing to persevere when it's done correctly. But if you don't know where you're going and you're just following the group, that doesn't help. It doesn't, it doesn't help you. It is indicative of somebody who is not fully autonomous. I'll use that word again. I judge that every human being should be autonomous. And the two parts of being autonomous are being confident and having an internal moral compass showing you which direction to go. And we are undermining those two things in society today. And the kids are bearing the brunt of what I deem a societal structure and parenting style that undermines their ability to gain these two crucial human characteristics, confidence and internal moral compass. And there are people who talk about it, Jonathan Haidt among others. 
And in my estimation, no one's listening. Parents are doubling down on this as I see it. And I'll be specific. Middle and upper middle class white children are, their parents are doubling down on this. And it makes them weird and anxious and sad and incapable and frankly, dumb. It, in the workplace, it makes them incapable of the same level of ability to work on their own. They need a lot of management because they've been deferring their entire lives and they continue to defer. And it makes it really difficult for employers. I've seen this, I've talked to people about it, and everybody in my age bracket in their 40s sees this. And I hope that we wake up to this, but I see no signs of it happening. And that's the end of this episode of How to Human.